0: So I, I'm on this um, this dating app called Bumble, And this girl that responded to me, she said, oh, do you have an accent? And I told her, yeah, I do. I have more than one. I have a Russian accent. I could do a Spanish or a Hispanic accent. I could do a, a British accent, London. I told her, I don't know what my British accent looks like. It sounds like a bottle of water, you know? Fucking Liverpool, I guess. And I told her I'm working on my Irish accent, but it uh, I was getting confused with either Scottish or, um, or Australian. So for all intents and purposes, and that's intents and purposes, not intensive purposes. Intents and purposes. Well, I'm going to do this episode in a little accent. I'm going to mix it all up. You're not going to know which is which. So the season is gone, and the slow time or the time that's not as busy has fallen upon the restaurant. And it's a curse. It really is. It's a curse for everyone. Just like sales cures all, right? The opposite of sales does the opposite of cure all. It it hurts everything. Everything in the restaurant that could be affected is affected by lack of sales. And the crew, myself included, are in um, in this limbo state, sort of. Meaning, like, it's like that X-Men movie with Quicksilver. When the guy runs and he, like, stops the bullets and he rearranges the bullets as they're being fired in the air because he moves so much quicker than, like, everything. Right? So he, like, the bullets are, to him, the bullets look frozen in midair and he's just, like, rearranging them. Here's the guy, Tate, that, uh, from American Horror Story. All right? Not Andrew Tate. That guy's a douche. Anywho, so that's what it kind of feels like, like like working after the season, especially in, you know, Midtown Manhattan and Rockefeller Plaza and right, right near Music, Radio City Musical, because we got the Rockettes, we got the cats, all these fucking shows and stuff for the pre-theater, or post-theater, during, a, during the theater, whatever. When it stops, which is pretty much January 2nd, it slows down significantly, to the point where you have to cut labor by 90%. So our sales were, or our cover counts, which is how many people patronized the restaurant. It was 1,000, 1,100, 1,200. And towards the end of the same week, it was 100, 150. So literally 90% was gone. So you have to cut labor, right? And now everyone else is kind of like relaxing, easing into it and know, because, And there, there comes a crossroad here and, uh, an intersection of you and your coworkers of what you can do with this time I'm gonna switch off the accent now it's fucking annoying <laughs> so you come to a crossroads where you have to choose what to do and don't get me wrong where I work or where I pretend I work is insanely busy during the season it's 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 crazy and it ramps up just as quickly as it it dies down. Pretty much overnight. Overnight you go from having one to 200 covers a night to 800 covers a night. And of course the first night that there's 800 covers, there's a private party with a cheese plate, a vegetable platter, and a charcuterie board that you didn't order the ingredients for any of this stuff. So you have some veggies that you have for your sides, but it's a steakhouse, so you're not gonna have too many vegetable selections to make a fucking grilled vegetable platter. You don't have zucchini. You don't have eggplant. None of that shit. It's fucking asparagus and cream spinach. Like, how am I gonna make a grilled vegetable platter or cream spinach? So naturally, you forget. You know, the to order all these things because you didn't look at the party and yada yada yada. So you have to fix it, right? So how do you fix it? Well, we gotta get the fucking vegetables here. I gotta get some cold cuts for the charcuterie board. You're fucked, and that's like the first day. So everyone goes bananas. You know, they have meetings. Everyone, all the front of the house, to wanna have meetings about like how much you've missed and why you're such a piece of shit at your job. So you have the meetings and you entertain them all and you you know, you them, it's okay, I got it. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking get cold cuts. I'm going to shove them up my ass and then when I need them later, I'm going to you know, take them out of my ass. And I'm going to use them. And I'm going to you know, freshen them up a little bit. Put some cologne on them or whatever. So here he goes, off it goes, you know, nothing happens. And then like you'll find yourself in the middle of the season or towards the end. When it's like really busy. Where that one party that threw you off because you forgot the charcuterie board. Is like a wet dream because like you walk into work and you're 15 minutes early because you want to work on the schedule a little bit because that's the other thing It's like you have to have literally everybody on staff plus people that you've hired just for the season to be there. So you come in a little bit early to work on the schedule and you just there's no way, (laughs) there's no way because somebody runs by you like a busboy with his hair on fire runs by you like the fuck is going on? It's like oh so and so didn't tell us that. There's fucking three charcuterie boards, two cheese platters, and, you know, vegetables. It's like quadruple the amount that you fucked up the first time. And still nothing is ordered because it wasn't your turn to fuck up this time. Somebody else did. But now you got to fix it. So you don't have to listen to the meetings as to why you fucked up later on. But you do have to fix it. So what do you do? You know, okay, well, let's see. What do I do? Well, last time what I did was I went to the Food Emporium and I bought the shit and I came back. So $40 worth of cold cuts to the Food Emporium was a $1,000 charcuterie board. I shit you not, you know, that is what it is. Fuck you, you know. (laughs) But, um, so you think to yourself, like, oh, shit, last time I did it in seven minutes. I wonder if I could do it in half. What would I need to do that trip in half the time? Maybe I'll just ride my unicycle all the way up the escalator instead of getting off of it. And then just, like, pay with my phone as I ride out. So you fix it and you do your thing. So like the, the peak season, like when you're really, really going for it, you're already kind of like accustomed to it because you've been getting like creamed fucking every day for three weeks. So now it's not even that bad anymore. Like how much more can you possibly, it gets to the point where there's not enough seats in the restaurant to accommodate all the guests for you to be busy enough to like have it affect you in a negative way. Like you are so ready for anything that you don't have enough seats in the restaurant to accommodate you being not ready for something and then all of a sudden overnight this shit just stops nothing happens i came in today you know bobby told me i come in a little bit late so I, you know i did a lap around the financial district and you know looked at some diamonds some gold bullion whatever fucking walked in and the guys are just standing around right so i'm just like all right well i don't like standing around i can't i can't do that Like, I'd rather just leave. I'd rather leave the restaurant and not be there than stand there and not do anything. So, I mean, if I'm there, I'm doing shit. I don't care what it is. And usually people don't like that because usually for me that means changing things. Because I'll clean, yeah, but I'll rather just put other people that aren't doing anything to clean. And then I'll just change shit. Like, I'll just move shit around just to see if it'll work better. Like, tomorrow when the guys, well, not tomorrow, in a couple hours when the guys come in, they're going to be like fucking Dimitri, you know, because like, they're going to see, like, what, what I've done. I moved some shelves around, I put a table on top of another table, I labeled all the things where I, where I would think that they would, things would go, like, they're going to come in, they're going to look at it, what the fuck is this? But then they're going to make fun of me for it, and they're going to take it down, and then they're going to be like, you know what? Halfway through the shift, like, tomorrow. They're going to be like, you know what? That's a pretty good idea, let's put it back up. And then they'll they'll, they'll rearrange it the way I had it, but, like, a little bit differently. Like, they will they won't put the table on top of the table, they're like... Put it at a different angle, and they'll be like, Ah, that's my idea. I came up with this. And I'm just like, Yeah, sure, you did. It's your idea. As long as it works, great. Congratulations. I don't need a medal for this. I'm fine. Like, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm capable of. I know who I am. I know who you are. It's fine. So, like, and it's crazy, right? So, I come in. So, I start doing shit. So, I start prepping. I'll go through the fridges. I check the labels. If I can consolidate a couple of things. And I go up to the guys that are standing there on one station, and I tell them, Listen, we need this sauce. We need this sauce. We need this sauce. And now, Tishkoff, who is not on the hot app station, Tishkoff is on broil. He's standing there with his hands on his hips, leaning against the counter, you know, like kind of like me. Not doing shit because it's boring. It's nothing to do. And he starts going off because he's bored. Why the fuck do we have to make all this stuff at night? What are these people doing in the mornings? Their lunch was slower than our dinner. Blah, 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 blah. They're like children. We're all adults. We should be able to know what we need and just do it. Blah blah. And he's going on and on and on. And Tishkoff, when he gets on a roll, man, there's nothing to shut him up. Like, for, for to shut him up or to make him stop, you literally have to, like, like, smack him in the face. But not, like, literally. Although, that would be nice, but I'm not gonna do that. It's, you have to, like, call him out on it. But it's just, I'm just like, dude, you're telling me, you're standing here with your hands on your hips, like a child, complaining to me that the people in the morning are children. Like, do you not see what's going on? Like, because if the people in the morning were here right now, listening to you, They'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> you know. Well, I'm complaining because no one else is gonna do anything. No one else complains. But, like, look, everyone, no one else is complaining because they're bored, just as you are. But they're doing something about it. And of course, I'm trying to get philosophical with them and like all well, like, like mentor-like or whatever. I'm just saying, listen, you could, you could, be, you could be better than the people. You could be above them, or you could be just like them, or actually, there's another. Like, you could be beneath them, but. You know, that's really hard. So, I'm like, right now, you're just on the same level as the children that you're complaining about. You're you're doing the same shit. Well, blah, 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 blah. You know, and and then, lastly, I didn't even mention this to him because I just thought of it now. It wasn't even his fucking station. He didn't have to do any of this stuff. So, the person that was on his station, Carlos, he was like, yeah, I got you, man, no problem. He banged up the two sauces in two seconds. It was done. Finished, right? So, now we're doing other things. What I like to do when this slow time comes, is I like to utilize this time not to just decompress. And uh, what is it? Decompress is, you know, to relax, stretch out, declutter your mind. You know, you've been busy for two months and now there's the slow, I'm going to use this slow time to just fucking relax and just cool off. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with cooling off. But that cooling off period doesn't need to last more than a day or two. Because essentially at work, you're working. If you're not busting your ass for eight hours and you're just standing around, that eight hours is enough for you to decompress whatever the fuck thoughts you have that are compressed. That's fine. Maybe two shits max. But you can't do it for a week. Or you some people can. You know, like I always say there's two people in this world, two kinds of people in this world. One people that one person that comes in and he goes, how many we got on the books? Oh, we got seventeen covers on the books. Yes. You have to fucking stand around and do nothing all day. And there's another person that like comes in, how many have we have on the books? "17." like, dude, can I go home? Or how about this? How about all of you guys go home and I'll just stay and I'll bang out the 17 covers by myself because at least I'll be busy. Like, like, like fucking Evergreen. That's what he did. He took all of the tickets from the from the boilers, the two boilers. He left Tishkoff with like one ticket with like a fillet on it and does it. And he took like seven or eight tickets. He was he was busy because he was taking the entire restaurant upon himself. But at least he was he was and I was like, yeah. At least you're having fun. You're fucking cooking. And you know he like yeah because I you know I don't like to be bored. And I was like yeah me neither. So you could either use this time to decompress, or you could use it productively. And what I like to do in this case is I like to play musical chairs. So, in order to play musical chairs successfully, you have to have people cross-trained. Meaning, the salads guy knows how to go on fry, the fry guy knows how to broil, the salads person knows how to do fish, the fish guy knows how to do salads. Like Everyone is cross-trained on all the stations, as many people as you can. The ideal situation is that everyone knows all the stations, And then you have like the good broilers, the good salad people, like they know they're proficient, more proficient than one station, but they know all of them. And what you do is you play musical chairs and you switch them up. So you put the schedule up, you know, you're going to be here, you're going to be there. And then the next day when they come in, you say, stop, don't start getting ready in your station. Everybody move one step to the left. So now the salads guy's on fry and the fry guy is pissed. What the fuck? Why are you putting me on salads? I was on fry, I'm supposed to be on fry today. No, not today, you know salads, it's not busy, we have 30 covers, relax, make some fucking salads. Oh, I don't know how to make the Caesar salad. There's a recipe book, you remember how to read the recipe book, remember that thing? That's still there, you can still use it. Oh, what the fuck, man? And they even admit, they admit to why they're pissed. I just got this whole station ready, and it's all prepped up and good to go, and now I don't even get to work it anymore, now I gotta go to salads, I don't know anything on that station. Yeah, no shit, dickhead, why do you think I'm doing this? because I wanted to fucking have fun I'm doing this because I'm trying to teach you something there's something called an open, a close to open mentality close to open mentality meaning like if you know that you're on a station the next day you're going to prep it up with everything labeled with the little napkin on top of your scallion so they absorb the condensation so they don't get soaked so that you know that you can go out drinking tonight you come in home, hungover tomorrow and your station is going to be fucking nice and good but God forbid you're not working tomorrow you're going to leave that shit like it was a fucking hurricane went through it With like one scallion at the bottom of the container. No label. Because you don't have to work it tomorrow. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. But the whole point is. Is that's the difference between a great cook. Or a great employee. And just like everyone else. Everyone else. Sets up their station. For themselves to be working in the morning. You know. They do it well. Right. And then even if they're. You know. Two two cooks are friends. They're the one guy. Will set it up for the next guy. Because he's his friend. And he doesn't want him to get fucked over. A great cook. Won't leave the station a mess because he'll lose sleep overnight. Not thinking, oh shit, I'm gonna fuck so and so over tomorrow. This guy's gonna come in, he's not gonna have fish, he's not gonna have garlic chops, he's not gonna have anything. That's not what they're thinking. They're thinking of, um, they're keeping them up, what's keeping him up at night is, holy shit, I, the station's not ready. I, I left the station in disarray. That's the person that I want everybody to be. It doesn't matter who's fucking working tomorrow. You shouldn't leave the station like this because Whoever is working tomorrow is going to ask who worked last night. And if, God forbid, it comes down to you, you're going to say, oh, well, you never leave it for me, so I'm not going to leave it for you, which perpetuates bullshit and both of you should leave right now. Don't fucking, you know, just do your fucking job the way you're supposed to do it, the way you would do it if you were working the next day. So that's why I play musical chairs, because it throws them all off, and it cross-trains people. You know, like, um, I actually saw something. Simon Simon Sinek or Sinek, whatever the fuck his name is. He was talking about it. and He was saying, like, people that have been working there for 10 years and then a new guy that comes in. And he's like, the people that have been there for 10 years are getting paid more than the new guy. And the new guy's pissed. He's like, well, why are they making more money than I am? And I'm doing the same job as they're doing. Like, we're, you know, I'm doing just as much as they're doing, but they're getting paid more. Why? Because they've been here longer? Yes. Well, why are you paying them more? Well, because you could... What did he say? He said, you could navigate the mainsail through a calm sea just as well as they can navigate the mainsail through the calm sea. But I don't know if you can navigate the sail through a storm, and I know for a fact they can. I'm paying them more because they have a skill set that I don't know if you have or not. I'm paying them more to have a skill set that I hope they never get to use because I hope it never gets to the point where there's like a rough storm and they have to like pull out this crazy shit, like like the charcuterie board that I was just told you about. That's why people get paid more. I'm paying them more to teach you these skills if that ever happens. because anybody could fucking, you know, anybody could w- work when it's slow. But when it's busy and you come in and nothing's ready, the person that sets up their shit, the person that loses sleep overnight, you know because the station's not set up. He's not going to ask who worked yesterday and what the fuck is going on. Like Mr. Via, Mr. Villa doesn't ask me who the hell worked on this station yesterday. Mr. Villa just goes, Chef, I'm going to do what I can, but this place is, this, is the thing. this place is a fucking mess. The station's in disarray. I'm going to do what I can, though. I got you. That's it. That's all he says. He doesn't say who. He doesn't fucking care. It doesn't matter. He says to himself, I would never leave the station like this. So I know it wasn't me that worked last night, obviously. Do you know what I mean? So... I like to use the time of slowness not to decompress or yes, to decompress me for, like I said, one or two days, but use that time productively in a manner that will help you in the future. Because now if I have the salad lady, right, F- uh, Fidella, her name is Fidella. Fidel is great on salads. She helps me on sides expediting when, when when it's busy, and I don't have anybody there. Then the other day I put her on cold apps, which is like sushi. And she goes, Chef, you gotta put me on here? And I was like, it's okay. Don't worry, mommy. I got you. I already set you up. You have all the stuff ready. All you need to do is execute. So as she's executing these dishes, and that all the pictures are there, everything's in front of her. As she's executing these dishes, she sees the prep because she's pulling out the meat she sees how it's cut she's pulling out the salmon she sees how it's cut for the, this the, the. so the next day you know the pastry guy goes on vacation and we have a guy for cold apps the guy for cold apps worked hot apps the day before so now we have several people that are cross-trained on these stations that I could just put whenever they want so this guy if he goes on vacation you know Fidelia could work desserts swords can work cold apps Carlos can work fish and Tishkoff could shut the fuck up and get out of here because I don't need you. I don't need you to complain. You Get the fuck, go home. It's dead. I could do this shit by myself. It would be a fucking busy ass day for me to handle 70 covers being the only person on the line cooking for all the things. I'd probably be in the weeds and there probably would be some comps because I wouldn't be able to do all of it. You know what I mean? But if I had Evergreen, if it was me, Evergreen, and Mr. Villa, I guarantee you we could run that whole kitchen with no problem. Like Via would just take one broiler and the sides, you know. Evergreen would take hot apps in the other broiler, and then I would float around doing cold desserts and then helping them out with whatever they needed at an expo. I've done this before. I've done this with one other guy before. It was a smaller restaurant, but we did 100 covers with just the two of us with a similar menu. So it was like it was a tough night because you get an eight top and you're fucking in the weeds because you got to make the salads, you got to make the apps, you got to make the entrees, like everything. So it's like, fuck, you know? But at the same time, the more people you have cross-trained, the easier it will be for you later when douchebag calls out, when someone's cat dies, and now you have a gap in desserts, but no one knows how to make the fucking cheesecake. That's not true. Three people know how to make the cheesecake. Two of those people know how to make the cheesecake really well. That's it. Done. Everyone's cross-trained. So, you know, I'll I'll type it back. I'll be like, oh, by the way, Fidella knows cold apps now. And he's like, yeah, how'd she do? I'm like... She did okay. I mean, she wasn't, like, exceptional. It was her first fucking day. She did great. So when it's busy and she she could hop on there, she'll know there's somebody new working there. She could point out why that new person sucks because he's not doing this and that. All right? So use the time that you have to kill your neighbor's dog. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> use the time that you have downtime, not to just relax because you're so slow now after being busy. Because, one, you'll lose that, like, you lose that energy, that you know, that momentum. And two, use it to be productive. To learn new things. You're on this planet to learn new things. You're not on this planet to take it easy. Because if you were on this planet to take it easy, you would be.